Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. You guys are not going to believe all the issues that I have had trying to get this uploaded today. Oh my goodness. I've been working on this since about 10 o'clock Central Standard Time and it is now 2.25 Central Standard Time. So you can only imagine... Um, how long this has been going on. So, uh, man, I tell you, it's only when I want to do um, something, you know, for the Lord. So, this, and I just, I actually just recorded another episode and I was going to upload it. And, like, again, it did like the last time, it picked up on the wrong mic. So, it sounded terrible. So, we're not going to go there. So, what I wanted to do, like, a, uh, like I said last night, I was going to do, um, we want to talk about uh, Klaus Schwab's puppet. Young global leaders revealed Trudeau in Canada, Buttigieg in the U.S., and Macron in France, and many more. So, as Ted the expert Patrick Wood says, it was no coincidence that 1992 was chosen as the year to start the Global Leaders of Tomorrow program. This was the same year that Agenda 21, a sustainable development, was unleashed on the world. The new agenda for the world required a new kind of leader and Klaus Schwab's program was key to the whole evil plan. That new kind of leader would offer exactly the kind of leadership we see in Ottawa, Paris, London, and Washington. Leaders who basically hate their own people and don't care one bit what they think because they don't answer to the people. They answer to their bosses at the World Economic Forum. Folks like Bill Gates, George Soros, and Klaus Schwab. You want to check out this article, folks? It's leoholman.com. You know, I love Leo. Leo Holman, H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com. So, it's moving right along, folks. So, uh, this is why Justin Trudeau could tell more than 50,000 uh, Canadian truckers that they held, quote, unacceptable views, unquote, about vaccine mandates, and he would not meet with them to hear their concerns, even though they had the backing of up to a million or more Canadians thronging the streets to welcome the Truckers Freedom Convoy into their cities and towns. This is why Joe Biden can tell the 40% of Americans who rejected the experimental concoction that, quote, our patience is wearing thin, unquote. Emmanuel Macron could tell, uh, uh, could deride the vaccine refuseniks in his country as well, telling them that they were no, that they would no longer be treated as French citizens and that he would purposely work to enact policies that would, quote, piss them off, unquote. I should have this memorized. This is like the 15th time I've read this today. So anyway, with the exception of Biden, all these leaders are graduates of Klaus Schwab's Young Global Leaders Program. The article below delves into that program and discloses more of its graduates who arrive in their nation's capitals as pre-programmed Manchurian candidates ready to do the bidding of the globalist world economic forum and its, quote, great reset, unquote. So this next article that I'm going to read, which is connected to this, is by Jacob Nordengard, Jacob Nordengard. So it says, through its Young Global Leaders Program, the World Economic Forum has been instrumental in shaping a world order that undermines all democratic principles. For several decades, this program has nurtured compliant leaders acting as uh, World Economic Forum agents in governments around the world. Uh, the consequences are far-reaching and may turn out to be devastating for humanity. May turn out to be devastating? Is turning out to be devastating if you ask me. But anyway, I'm going to skip on down to the bottom here. 
So it says, um, in 1992, Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum launched a program initially called the Global Leaders of Tomorrow. In 2004, they turned it into the Forum for Young Global Leaders. So it's an indoctrination program, uh, basically into the WF's uh, principles and goals. So I'm going to skip on down here a little bit. So what I really want to talk about were some of the candidates. So uh, Klaus Schwab is in his uh, introductory quote. It has become very successful already in the first year, 1992, a number of highly influential candidates were, were elected. So among the 200 were global profiles such as Angela Merkel, Tony Blair, Nicholas Sarkozy, Bill Gates, Bono, Richard Branson, uh, Jorma O'Lilly of Shell Oil, and Jose Manuel Barroso, president of the European Commission from 2004 to 2014. Bono, okay? Just remember that, folks, when you think he's, you know, all about Jesus. So anyway, there's a whole lot of more um, people on here from Sweden, Norway, Denmark. And there's the Crown Prince, Crown Princess, and all this from Saudi Arabia. You got Prime Minister of New Zealand, Belgium. So on and on, right? You can, it's the whole world, remember? I'm going to get down to the bottom here. And so what I want to talk about was or add is Leonardo DiCaprio. who's an actor and a climate activist. And then you have uh, Larry Page founder of Google, Jack Ma, founder of the Alibaba, Alibaba, if you don't order anything from Alibaba, uh, Rick and Patel, founder of Avaz, David Dave Rothschild, you gotta have a Rothschild in there, adventurer and environmentalist, Jimmy Whale, founder of Wikipedia, Jacob Wallenberg, chairman of Investor, and you have Nicholas Zinstrom, founder of Skype, Mark Zuckerberg, founder of Facebook, and then Pete Buttigieg, U.S. Secretary of Transportation, also a moron and a disgrace. Anyway, moving right along. So, this is what I wanted to talk about. The last couple um, paragraphs of this here. So, I can scroll on down here to it. Okay, so, um, this is where I want to begin. So, so, this means, let me scrape a little bit more. Okay, so the ultimate consequence of both public-private partnerships in these target areas is the creation of a largely fascist social contract in which the individual has become subordinated to these uh, powerful interests. Noble goals of creating a better world have also been kidnapped. This is especially evidence in the context of partnerships between the WEF and the UN and the implementation of the global goals, which is Agenda 2030, through the application of the technologies of the Fourth Industrial Revolution. I know you've heard Klaus talk about that. This means that the democratic principles and divisions of uh, power of the 20th century have largely been completely undermined and instead replaced by a new global class that shapes our common future based on their own interest. This has led to a de facto privatization of both national governments and international organizations where lobbyists are no longer kept in the lobby, but have moved into the seat of power, shaping policies, directing effect, directly affecting our lives. What this means has become particularly evident since the pandemic was declared in March 2020. In addition, leading multinational uh, investment management corporations such as BlackRock, led by the World Economic Forum's very own Larry Fink, have constantly moved their positions forward. Think about that. Again. BlackRock almost owns essentially everything. Anyway, so German economic or uh, German economist and journalist Ernst Wolf believes that <laughs> believes that many of the national leaders, including the Young Global Leader Program, have been selected for their willingness to carry out the tough agenda of lockdowns in recent years without asking any questions. 
and that their impending failure, as evidenced by a growing dissatisfaction of masses above the masses, will be used as an excuse to create a new form of global government where the old nation uh, states become largely obsolete. A new global digital currency with universal basic income can then be gradually introduced to replace our doomed monetary system. This conclusion partly coincides with my own. It is also supported by Paul Raskin's scenarios from the Great Transition Initiative on how a totalitarian new earth order is established to be replaced in the long run by a global democratic government, Earth Federation, with a world constitution. The COVID-19 pandemic has underscored the catastrophic failure of in every country for itself approach to public health and national economic interests rather than global needs continue to dominate discussions of climate policy, paving the path toward climate chaos. Mm. Yes, folks, that's where we're heading to. I'm sure y'all can see it on the horizon because the, you know, CB19 thing is kind of, you know, dying down a bit. They've got to have something else to keep the fear going, the fear going. So it's all going to be about climate change. First it was global warming, but then we all... It, you know, it always warms, and they realize, well, that was wrong. So, anyway, <laughs> back to the article. So, under the Tricameral World Parliament come the four main agencies of the Earth Federation government. Well, we have the World Supreme Court System, the World Executive, the World Enforcement System, and the World Ombudsman. So, Glenn T. Martin uh, says of the Great Transition Requires the Earth Constitution. So the vision is that a peaceful and harmonious world and balance is created through the establishment of a world federation with a world parliament, world government, and world court. These are ideas that have long circulated in the Club of Rome, mm, it's evil, uh, and closely connected to New Age circles. The question is how such a new global system of power would escape the fate of being kidnapped by the same interests they created our current corrupt and failing system. This is a this is in view of those who support projects such as the Great Transition, initiated with startup capital from, of course, Stephen Rockefeller. What is happening is rather a method of taking us to their ultimate solution in the form of a global technocratic control system. Yes, folks, it's all about control. However, it is highly unlikely that this plan will succeed. Awareness is spreading like wildfire and the panic of the elite increases as their narrative crumbles and people become more and more immune to the propaganda. Hence all of the inquisitors and quote fact checkers who diligently gatekeep the narrative and keep and help steer public opinion to the right direction. They are surely to be trusted since, for example, David Roy Thompson, chairman of the Thompson Reuters Corporation, is an alumni of... You got it, folks. Global leaders of tomorrow class of 1993. It is time to take control of our own destinies and to avoid falling into new traps. You can check out that article at leoholman.com. Leoholman.com. Folks, we all know where this is headed. This is headed towards the Great Tribulation. We all know, Jesus said, he told us these things were going to happen. We're in birth pains right now. Things are only going to happen faster and faster and faster until the Lord Jesus comes back. So, I don't know about you, but my faith is in Christ and Christ alone. 
But where is your faith? Is your faith in big daddy government? Is your faith in bumbling Biden? Is your faith in Klaus Schwab? Bitcoin? I don't know. Where's your faith at? I hope it's in Jesus Christ. Because he's the only one that's going to save you. There's no other name but under heaven which one we will be saved by. So remember that, guys. Um, there's one way to heaven. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you have not made the Lord Jesus Christ your Savior, I cannot, like I always say, I can't implore you enough. Today is a day of salvation. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Everybody, we all have. And the wages of sin is death. Separation from God. When you, when you fail to choose Jesus as your Savior, you choose hell yourself. People say, how could how could God send send anybody to hell? Like, how could you know? Well, he doesn't. You send yourself there by denying his son. So, Jesus Christ, he came. He came from, I mean, think about this. Our sin separates us from God. There has to be a blood atonement for that. There has to be. Think about all the animals, sacrifices in the Old Testament. Jesus Christ came. He was born of a virgin in the Holy Spirit. He was all man. He was all God. He loved us so much that he came. He lived the perfect, sinless life. Perfect, sinless life. He died on a cross. He hung on the cross for you and me. And it wasn't just that he suffered the physical pain of the cross, which is bad enough. But he suffered the wrath of God. God poured his wrath out on his own Son, which should have been you and me there. But Christ came because he knew we couldn't do it. So when you humble yourself and you ask Christ to forgive you of your sins, know the price that he paid for you and me. Know that. You don't just go down the aisle and you say a little prayer to get your fire insurance. That's not how this works. Really know what he did for you. I, I hate when I hear these people water down the gospel. I just, you know, it just makes me sick. makes me mad. So, know what Christ did for you. But I'll tell you one thing. i got great news for you. If you are a sinner, I don't care what you've done. I don't care. It's not between me. It's between you and God. I don't care what you did. I've done enough. Trust me. <laughs> but i got great news for you. Today. Today. You can be a brand new creature. Today you can be a brand new creation in Christ Jesus. Jesus said if you call upon the name of the Lord, you will be saved. So today I implore you to call upon the name of the Lord Jesus. Ask him to forgive you. Tell him, Lord, I'm a sinner. I am a wretched sinner because we all are. <laughs> if you've ever told a lie, if you've ever stolen anything, anything, one sin separate you from the Holy God. So today, I pray that you would make today the day that you become a, a member of God's family. People say that God's everybody's father. He is not. He is not. He's not the world's father. He's the creator. But if you don't accept Christ as his son, you're not in his family. 
You're of the devil, he says. So I implore you today to ask Christ to be your Savior, to forgive you. And, you know, once you do that, you are born again. You're born again. You're a new creature, new creation in Christ. Everything you've ever done, every sin you carry on your back, because you carry it, trust me, it's a heavy burden. But once you ask Christ to forgive you, his blood washes away all of your sin. And Jesus says, I remember it no more. As far as the east is from the west, is how far he has removed your sin from you. Folks, I say it every single time. Today is the day of salvation. Please don't wait because we don't know what's going to happen. Look at these evil people that are running this country. That are like, you know, they're like little puppets up there. Think about it, folks. Do you know what they have planned? Do you know about CB19 and all the other evil stuff they've got planned? Who knows what? There's another um, virus out in China. It's called Neocov. Trust me, folks. That's supposed to kill one in three people. A 33% death rate. So we really don't know what's going on. trying to scare you. As Christians, we don't live in fear. We live in faith. So, I don't know what your faith is, but I'm for you today to put it into Jesus Christ because he's your only Savior. He's your only hope. He's our only hope. And he has promised to come back and take us out of this world. So, whether we die physically first or he comes to rapture so we meet him in the air, it's going to be a glorious day either way. And I hope, folks, that if you were to die tonight, that you would know where you close your eyes here and you open your eyes there. I hope that you make the decision to open your eyes in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ and not in hell. I can't make it any clearer. It's on my heart. It's been on my heart for months now. Time is short to make that decision. You don't want to be here for the tribulation. You do not want to be here. There'll be people saved during the tribulation. Don't get me wrong. But you do not want to be here. It is going to be hell on earth. It's God pouring his wrath out on this world. And he is yet still compassionate. There's an angel flying in the midst of heavens. In the heavens telling people not to take the mark of the beast. To tell them to call on the name of the Lord. People still refuse. Used to because they're so evil and so prideful don't let that be you folks if you have any questions on uh the rapture or anything like that or if you're going to be left behind or if you know somebody's going to be left behind i have a book on am i have several books on amazon but i have uh it's called after the rapture what comes next uh, my name is heather o'daniel and please get that book and give that to any loved one that you know. It's three dollars and ninety-nine cents. It's as low as I can go <laughs> on Amazon. It's as low as they'll let me go. So anyway, please get that. Please get that book and give that to your loved one. Read it. Um, it's straight from the Bible. It's total scripture, and it's just me giving a little bit of commentary and the rest of it's scripture of what happens from the time we are raptured. It actually tells you what what the rapture of the church is biblically based in, in Thessalonians and, and uh, Corinthians. So I mean, it goes through all of that. And then um, it, it tells you what's going to happen. talks about uh, the the four horsemen of the apocalypse, the, the bold judgments, the trumpet judgment, all of that stuff that's going to be happening in the tribulation that you don't want to be here for. Anyway, grab that book for a loved one. 
I've got several other books um, on Amazon, you know, if you guys are interested. Um, I have COVID-19, of course, Faith Over Fear. And then um, I've got The Rapture, The Remnant Church, The Remnant Believers. So when the Bible talks about there's going to be a remnant taken, there's going to be a remnant. That's not mean everybody that tells you they're a Christian is really a Christian. Because remember when Jesus says, depart from me, I never knew you. And they say, Lord, Lord, we did all this in your name. Lord, we cast out demons. Lord, we did. He goes, depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. I never knew you. I don't want that to be for you. And I sure don't want to hear that for myself. I want to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. That's what I want to hear. And I know that's what you want to hear, too. You know, you grab that book. And uh, if you know anybody that's going to be left behind, please get that for them. And then uh, I have several other ones. I have a fiction series going. It's kind of like the left behind from a kind of a sci-fi non-believers point of view, new agers point of view maybe. So it's called Aliens, Demons, or Angels. Uh, World Chaos and World Peace have been published. World Chaos is on Audible. A wonderful, wonderful, wonderful lady, Vanessa Keegan, produced that for me. Um outside of London and um, she did a fantastic job and she's actually producing the other book as well too so go check that out on audible it's super cheap under two bucks I think and um, the books are on Amazon as well and on Kindle too I think I got them at like $5.99 or $4.99 or something like that but anyway uh, it's really good entertainment so if you're you know kind of bored driving down the road or something but anyway I'm gonna get off of here guys it's like 21 minutes so um get in the word of god let the word of god really get into you and uh maranatha lord jesus maranatha come quickly lord jesus come quickly and today i want to do one scripture i throw this at her today's scripture is psalm 118 29 and it says give thanks to the lord for he is good his love endures forever and it does he is a merciful long-suffering god and uh, we should all be very thankful for that. I'm very, very thankful for that. So, you know, I do want to leave with a prayer tonight. Um, Father God, there are many people in this world who are hurting, who are lost, who, you know, know that something is going on in this world, but they just can't figure out what it is. But they know something's not right. Something's really wrong. Father God, I ask that tonight, if they... Hear the prompting of your Holy Spirit, Father. I pray that they would answer that prompting, Lord. I pray, God, that they would ask you to forgive them and to be the Lord of their lives because we know time is short. And, Father, I just thank you for your mercy and your grace and your long-suffering. And, Lord, I know there's so much going on in this world. We all do. And, Father, we just long for the return of Jesus Christ to come and take us home. Father, I thank you for your promises there, yes and amen. And for all those hurting, I pray that they would put their trust in you and may your Holy Spirit come to them. And Lord God, I ask you all these things in the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Good night, everybody.